We all know the things that we want, the things we believe we need to add to our lives. But are there things that we need to delete in order to grow in our faith? Do you long to find a wellspring of joy and meaning in life? Perhaps this delete challenge of fasting, reflection, and prayer is how you may find that freedom and fullness of life that Christ offers. I'm Megan S. Kelly and I'm glad you're here. Take a moment now to silence distractions, to slow your breathing, and attune your spirit to the presence of God right here and now with you. It was close to midnight when the message came in. She was vague in the details, but somehow I knew exactly what she meant. This person had a background of self-harm, but something happened to trigger that wound. And so this person requested prayer after confessing they were frightened whether or not they would make it through the night. She made no comment at all as to what triggered it, but I just knew in my bones that she had seen the same photo on Facebook that I had that day. At that time, we were in the same circles and I was a much more avid social media user than I am now. There was nothing inherently insulting or inappropriate about the photograph. It's just a group of friends out celebrating a milestone. Not a big deal. Not a big deal unless you would have liked to have been included, but you weren't invited. This woman who messaged me in fear for her safety late that evening never told me that's what it was. She would never have spoken ill of anyone and did not want to cast even a small shadow of judgment or shame on others, for she had known that dark shadow of shame and judgment herself. The data consistently demonstrates a direct correlation of the rise of social media use and the rise of depression and suicide rates, especially among young people. In fact, suicide is now the number two cause of death among those ages 10 to 34. That is a whopping 47.5% increase since the year 2000. And those rates are being consistently linked to social media use. But why? In and of itself, social media is benign. It can be fun and, and helpful even. The concerns are the growing side effects of social media use and how it can lead people on a path of depression, self-harm, and even suicidal thoughts or actions. Social media is proven to be associated with the following with decreased face-to-face -face social interaction, addiction-like behavior, which we've studied, 
Three, online bullying, social pressures through increased comparison, and also what's known as the contagion effect, in which there are increased suicide attempts due to an increase in exposure to suicide stories. Social media can be fun and helpful and joyful, but there is a dark underside that we must take into consideration when we use social media. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that they might have life and life more abundant. Jesus is always for life, protecting it, guarding it, preserving it, blessing it. That group of friends who were celebrating and posted a lovely and benign photo probably never even realized the angst and despair that their public sharing prompted for this one precious child of God. I think it is always worth pausing to consider whether or not a photo or a comment or a reposting needs to be made public. More often than not, I find that many things are better shared privately with an individual or a small group. I mean, that actually promotes community and true connection. It's also worth examining our motivations for why we post, but I'm getting ahead of myself now. We'll get into those topics in the next few weeks. When and if we make use of social media, posting, sharing, commenting, we must be careful to first do no harm to consider others before ourselves, to think about the potential consequences of our online actions. Our actions should always choose life for ourselves and on behalf of others. If you are concerned for someone you know or love, I encourage you to be bold and ask them directly if they are okay. If at all possible, make sure that they are not alone. Find out if they have a plan to make it through the day or through the night, or if they have a plan not to. Your role is to get help. You can call your pastors. You can call the police. You can take them to the hospital. You can tell your school guidance counselor, but you must get help. This is a matter of life and death. And if you are watching, and you're afraid of what you might do to yourself, please know that you are precious and honored and deeply loved by many, but especially by Jesus himself. Please call for help. Call a pastor, call a friend, call a hotline, because Jesus came so that you would have life and life abundant, and you are worth it. Don't let social media influence the final say on your life. Choose life. Be here tomorrow. As we enter our time of prayer and reflection, let's begin by taking a moment to simply lift in prayer those who walk in the valley of the shadow of death. You may or may not know them, but your prayers pleading for their lives are most needed. Have you
you ever been driven to despair or depression based on anything you've seen or experienced on social media? Do you need to delete social media so that you can choose life for yourself? Do you consider whether or not you should share that photo, comment, or repost publicly, privately, or even at all? Do you consider how your activity on social media possibly could negatively affect or influence someone else? Lord Jesus, for the gift of abundant life, we give you thanks and praise. Help us to pause before we post so that we might consider how our actions might affect others. Teach us to always consider the needs of your beloved and broken children before our own impulses or preferences. By your wisdom, Bring us to the freedom and fullness of life that only Christ Jesus offers. Amen.